In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and has been widely regarded as a bad move. This show will attempt to find the good, the bad, and the weird, and convey them in a seriously irreverent way. Get ready, adventurer, and as always, we apologize for the inconvenience. Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm John. And we're at H&A. Finally! Woo! Finally, it is amazeballs. Not finally. Well, no. no, we haven't done We've a been show here from H&A. This is probably the yeah, funnest H&A that I've been to so far. You yeah. think so? I think so. We're looking out the window at everybody. We have a special guest today, Greg Elwell. Hey, Rachel everybody. Taylor. It's Greg Welcome Elwell. Show. It's the Greg Elwell. Yes. The Greg Elwell. The Rachel Taylor. I'm just piggybacking on here. I needed a chair to sit on. You found the best chair in the house. Nobody's sitting on the worst couch. Air conditioning and some cold iced tea. That's all. I'm yeah. Who doesn't want to have iced tea, air conditioning, and a mic in their face? <laughs> this is the laziest way to do H and A. Or is it the most genius way to do it? It is the most genius way. The only genius way would be to have somebody bringing us in every ten minutes. An El Reno fried onion all you, all you need to have is a stack of $5 bills because you can send somebody over to Coop. It's $5 for all the beers or over to El Reno onion burger, $5 for the burger. So It sounds like you carry a lot of stacks of $5 bills. I'm just saying that somebody else is. Right. Like, I don't have any money, but if you talk to these people, like they might have stacks of $5 bills. And I can okay. use those. So here's a secret if you've never been to H&H. Yes. El Reno onion burgers. That's your stop. That's five you bucks. Go. You go there first. Cash only. Cash, Cash only. only. Take five dollars and get an onion cheeseburger. They give it to you. It's in amazing. Two and a half seconds. It's the best. Every all the other food trucks, you have to line up. You gotta wait. You, you'll get your food at the next H and H. Arena onion burgers. You go to right away, and it's like, oh, here is this fresh, delicious burger that tastes. Tastes like El Reno, yeah. which is something that so many people. <laughs> I don't know how they capture the El Reno it has, flavor. It's a prison, and it has kind of like this I forty aftertaste. It's amazing. An I forty aftertaste. Prison and exhaust. It it uh, the the secret for me to the El Reno onion burgers is that the guy cooking them, Jeff Eaton. Uh, used to run the Coney Island in Stillwater when he was in college, so he's oh, been cooking those onion okay. burgers yeah. for he's, a couple of decades. He's, he's also it. my car insurance agent, and is, he is—is is he really? Uh, he seriously is. <laughs> That's amazing. He, he got me a really great deal on car insurance. Guys, I need a new, so. I need a new insurance agent. Yeah. yeah. So if you need insurance and a burger. <laughs> there's, there's no. Jeff's got you covered. The only problem is, is he follows me on Twitter, and I can't threaten to like drive my car off a cliff <laughs> to get the insurance money because he catches those or you, things. Or, or you can't periscope when you're storm chasing right. because then he's gonna raise your rates. Where I'm like, ooh, I'd really like to total this thing. Uh, maybe I should go park it in the hail zone over there. <laughs> Don't go drive it into. They a- should paint the other side of the El Reno food truck to whatever the insurance company uses, and the other side of the truck is yeah. like State Farm AIG. or whatever. AIG. Yeah. AIG. Yeah. AIG. Yeah. And so that way he can sell insurance off one side and onion burgers off the other. Uh-huh. There you go. He Score can sell insurance low. to all the food trucks. Although I feel like 
if you are going to buy life insurance, you should get you should buy the life insurance first and then go to the onion burger. Okay, side. that makes sense. That makes if you go sense. to the onion burger side first, your rates will probably be a little bit higher. Yeah, they keep records from both yeah. sides. So I feel like though that when you walk over to the onion burger truck, it's a little deceptive because all of the other trucks have these long lines. When you go to El Reno Onion Burgers, there's not a line. So I think people might pass it up because they think there's no line. This must not be a good food truck. But they don't understand this. That's as soon as you secret. hand them the five dollar bill, the burger's in your hand. Right so we're saying all the other food trucks need to step up. They honestly, that is 100% that's not a put down. True. They need to just step up. And it's serve this stuff. The the when uni, when uh, when food trucks first started coming to Oklahoma City, like five years ago, and I'm talking food trucks that weren't the Roach coaches, you know. Right. Like when Big Truck really started out, and we had uh, Koji Taco and lots of uh, a bunch of one. bunch of trucks that are no longer here, and it's the people burned out. Uh, people got tired of it. There used to be a, a Pops uh, sixty six truck that would sell. There still is a Pops sixty six truck. Is it? Yeah, well, I, I never see it. it. Yeah, um, it comes out to where I work every once in a while. It's it's just so many places take so long, and the entire point of a food truck is not, especially when when people are driving. Oklahoma City, the only place where we drive to food trucks, you know, <laughs> like so everyone's driving out here to go to a food truck. The whole point of it is that a food truck is supposed to be cheaper and faster, and faster, and so many of them just aren't. aren't. I mean, there are. Granted, but a majority of them are great food. I mean, there's not many food trucks that I would say don't visit. They're all good food, but when you come down to H and H and you spend an hour waiting in line in the heats, you get exhausted and then you go home. Right. And you need to be able to stay down here all night, visit like eight food trucks, go and do all the new things that are here to do. I my probably my top two food trucks: El Reno Onion Burgers and the Saucy Sicilian. Uh, just, the sausage Sicilian. I yeah. cannot resist the sausage Sicilian. The Noto uh, is uh, just one of the best pizzas around, and I mean competing with your Gustos and Highland. Now, do they do they else. wood fire their pizza they in that do. truck? Yeah, I have they been do. inside the truck, and, and I, they let me cook pizza. my own pizzas. Wow, really? Um, yeah, one day, in fact, I think it was my birthday, I tweeted at them that they should stop by my house. It was a Saturday, and... Um, no, they did not stop by your house. They, they rolled up to my house, and they cooked, and they, they did pizza on my curb for, like, me and, like, I don't know, like, six of my friends. Oh, we should call them at the Paseo Amphitheater. Wow, that was absolutely yeah. amazing. And then they let me inside the truck, and I got to flip my own pizzas in the... Um, you got the full-on food yeah. truck. I only burned my own pizza. Actually, I think it was it was probably Greg's pizza. I burned yeah, it was probably a little bit a lot. So. You know what though? That that is part of the wood fired pizza experience is to have some of your crust burn or the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Either way, still ate it. it so of course you ate it. You ate the <laughs> shit out of that. Hey, and you know if you want to find Saucy Sicilian again next week. I have an event on the second going What's your on. Event? It's on the lawn. Oh, that's right. I think yeah, we talked yeah, yeah. about it last time. We did. Time. We did. Yeah, this is the last on the lawn for the uh, 2015, and it's a is it it's a family friendly event. So Saucy will be there along with a bunch of other food trucks. So. And this is over just north of Whole Foods. Just Behind Whole Foods. North of Whole Foods. Frank's Worst is going to be there. Frank's Worst is going to be there. What? <laughs> uh, it's just it's July 2nd at uh, 7 p.m. So anyway, <laughs> I heard a rumor that was Andalines there. 
somebody told me that the Andalini's food truck came to OKC for something. And they thought it was some on the lawn event. I was like, oh, it must have been your deal. No, I, think they were at, I think they were at Blue Garden. Mm. They at Blue Garden? I, I've never even. I don't know. Andalini's, yeah, Tulsa. It's a Tulsa yeah. pizzeria. I've never had Andalini's. It's really good. I can't speak to their food truck, but... I would like to try some of those Tulsa food trucks, because I've heard that, um, is it Lone Wolf? Well, Lone Wolf Bon Me truck Lone is supposed Wolf to be really good. Really bon Me? I tried to get them to come mm. to an event that we're having in September, and their truck cannot survive the drive. <laughs> what? So, Are you yeah. serious? They, Because they, it's it's one that you have to, you know, drive here, and right. um, they're, they're worried it can't make the trip to Oklahoma City, so... I wow. wouldn't... I'm amazed that there are any food trucks that can survive the streets of Oklahoma. <laughs> right. This is like the Autobahn, sure, but yeah. Oklahoma. Is is it just me or is Oklahoma City like going for like the the best place for for commerce that also has streets that will pop a tire every time? Or destroy the rim. All of that. Yes. Well, it's like right over in Mesa Park. There was a. It's Dewey and twenty. Yeah. Second, there was this huge sinkhole. Just, yeah. I mean, granted, we've had a lot of rain and floods, been causing all kinds of havoc, but this thing was like six, eight feet deep, like right in the was middle it really? of the residential. It's still cordoned off because they haven't. Oh, that's what's cordoned it. off over there. Yeah. If you look wow. close enough, you can see Australia actually. Yeah. If you just peek <laughs> in there. It's. It's and if you if you jump down in there, you can also get to China. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're just. It's my theory anyway that all of the sinkholes are slowly trying to surround Tracy Zeke because they know how afraid she is. Every time I see a sinkhole piece of news on Twitter, I I was like, and Tracy has retweeted it because she's so freaked out about him. And if she I hasn't, think they're, I've they're tagged just, her in it to make sure that she knows that I'm aware, aware. She's afraid of sinkholes and I want to. They are trying to corner nothing her. Nothing to be afraid of. Yeah. To know. Uh, we got to do something really awesome uh, here at H&A. The first time for yes. us is yes. the Escape Crate. The Escape Crate. Escape OKC. We just had them on. That was our last show. And we convinced them after the show. We're like, oh, yeah, by the way, we're doing this thing. And we're just like, we, we, you're, we think we're going to take it to Blue Garden some week. And we're like, H&A is H next week. You got to go. You got to go. And so they brought it out and they set up a prototech. And we've done the escape now twice, twice, three times if you count the crate. Right. And honestly, I think this was the funnest one. It was the funnest one. It was one. the funnest one. So in, the a, in, a, in a regular escape room, you get 60 minutes to solve the puzzle for up to six people. The escape crate is a portable version of it, so it's a much faster puzzle. You only get 15 minutes to do it, and I think they may limit it to four people. And we actually made it out this time. Yep. Granted. We ran out of time, and I think they forgot to let us out. Yeah. <laughs> so we used like a, maybe a couple of extra five minutes, and we finally made two. it out. We of did. One. I think, think we did. Two? We used up two extra minutes, so we yeah. did it in seventeen minutes. Yeah. What did you think, Greg? That was your first time to do it. An it was. Puzzle. It was. I was. I was trying to explain it to uh, somebody earlier today, and it's such a cool idea that. You watch all these detective shows or right. all these different things. It's like locked room mysteries, and you're always you always wonder if you if you were in that situation, would you be able to figure it out? You know, um, how are you? How good are you at putting together clues when you know for a fact that all the clues are there, that there's a way to find it out? 
it's it's really great to have that opportunity to like challenge yourself and do something that's fun and creative and and you get to I don't know you get to kind of pretend you're a spy or, or an adventurer or or whatever and the the great thing I loved was that they had set up the uh, the scenario for this one so well that they they explained it to you and there was a story to it. Was it was a great storyline and what the, was the, the detail was crazy. The, it's a it's a train robbery. Yeah. So it's a train heist scenario. But what is it? You're not you're not you're not stealing money though. You're stealing <laughs> the plates to bring counterfeit money. money. It's set in a it's set in a Ah, but it wouldn't be counterfeit though. If you had the plates, it'd be it's real money. Real money. So it's, it's the po- real deal. It's post Lincoln assassination area. I don't know history well enough to tell you what base that is. But 1942. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 1942. You might be 18. 18. Lincoln sailed the ocean blue. 1863 was when I think one of the Emancipation Proclamation was. So All right. Probably in the 1870s, maybe. All right, we'll go with that. Maybe. But so didn't they mention Abraham Lincoln? They said this was basically right after he was shot because I guess he was shot. I guess they were. <laughs> oh my God! Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you heard it here first. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln was, was assassinated shot. today. He oh, was, he was assassinated. Yeah, he I was uh, shot. He was assassinated on April fifteenth, eighteen sixty-five. He had gone to the he had gone to the movie theater to see that newest Matthew McConaughey movie. Interstellar. No, he was going to see Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> because we all know Abraham Lincoln. At least he died Matthew happy. He did. Yeah. He would have died happy. Yeah, he he would have died happy. Australia. Okay, so the premise is you're on a train car, and somewhere in this train car are the plates to the brand new $5 bills. I'm assuming they designed with Lincoln on them and honoring his yeah. presidency. Or a $1 bill, because all of, the, all of the literature inside of the escape paper says $1 bill, right? Yeah. Well, it's still, let's just point out all the flaws. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, you know, I'm not that color of blue paint on the walls. Well, that's not historically <laughs> accurate. They didn't have that shade of blue. And it did have that. It did have that new escape crate smell. It did. It smelled like a brand new house. But what I love about it is if you have a fresh escape. If you haven't been to H and Eight yet, you've probably heard that it's it's a ton of food trucks. You know, coop beers down here. Uh, Energy's frequently down here, setting up some kind of interactive game to play. There's bands. In fact, right here at Developmental, there's a little. Uh, Jazz, jazz band playing but the escape is it's an interactive game that will get your adrenaline going it makes you feel like you've actually accomplished something well and it's something at h and eight that like you said it's not a food truck and it's actually not in h and eight it's at it's at Paratex so it's at 10th and Hudson it's 10th and Hudson h and 10th yeah h and 10th it's a new thing they just started it it's right next to Industry Flea so I mean right next to that's what's interesting to me about this whole thing now is h and eight has grown beyond itself even because even if you go a block east of here at 8th and Walker they're doing art on 8th there's an art gallery over here they've, right. brought, they've got another stage set up over there they've got a, I think there's a couple food trucks over there too they got food trucks like music yeah so and then you walk north on Hudson and then you end up at Prototex you can do the escape crate you hang a right there and you're an industry flea or you can end up at Blue Garden where or if you hang a left if you hang a left you're over at uh, Dust Bastel Bowl Hall. and Bastler Hall yeah well, and, and what's nice, it, it really is, and this is something that, that they kind of talked to us about when we had finished, was that so much of H&8 is this massive, like, it's this crowd of humanity, and you're just trying to get through, and sometimes it can get hot, it can get crowded, and 
and if you're trying to get something that is just for you and your friends, like you come down here and at some point it's like, well, I just can't eat anymore. Or I don't really want to listen to this band anymore. I don't want to shop anymore. Yeah. This is something that you can do that actually challenges you. And best of all, it's air conditioned. Yes. The escape crate has air conditioning. Yeah. But I think we have found the sweetest way to enjoy H&A's. we got to give a shout out to Elemental. Because we're yes, actually we, inside of Elemental by the again, Orange Couch. Again. We always talk about <laughs> Elemental. Come on, well, Laura. I now, now, I now know you're listening to this, Laura, because you told me you were catching up on the episode. So <laughs> here it is. We're in your building. Are we promoting you once again. We're broadcasting. We're not, we're not broadcasting uh, this live. We're not broadcasting? No. So what are we? Exactly. Brian Bergman's walking around. Yeah. listening to a podcast. Exactly. Nobody be listening to, to internet radio right now. <laughs> well, I went up to it briefly um, before coming down here to Elemental, and it's it's a great little setup that they have up there. It really is. Um, They've cha- they change the vendors um, every time a little bit. Some of them are the same, and then some are new and fresh. And um, but it seems like even the vendors that have been there in the in the past couple months have new fun new stuff to show off. And um, the plant stand, which is right next to it, I believe is not going to be around for the next couple industry plays. They're actually up there having a sale on all of their plants, like fifty percent off. And yeah. Everything. So, yeah. Yeah. And then also in front of us. Short Order Poems. Oh, yeah, Short Order Poems is here. So you can come out and have those guys write a poem for you? Yeah, and uh, if you want to come out here and do a little personal philanthropy, uh, giving without having to give any money, uh, Marshall Matlock is set up with Swab Squad. Um, yeah, what is that? So Swab Squad is this really awesome deal. It's, it's you're signing up for a, uh, a bone marrow registry. Um, and uh, Marshall had leukemia a few years ago, and his sister was not a match. So uh, his donor was actually, I think, a 19-year-old girl in Germany. Um, and and uh, it's like giving a long blood donation in many cases. So what you can do is when you find him out here, uh, you fill out some paperwork. He gives you a couple of swabs, and, uh, and they just you swab it on the insides of your cheeks. Uh, it collects some cells, and then they can do a test and put you in the registry and match you up. And you know, it's, wow. you can save somebody's life. Yeah, um, I uh, signed up. It took less than five minutes. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah, nothing. And and they give you a little card. And if they, you know, if you match up with somebody, they contact you. I, I think it's a really great thing. It's really and cool. It's, and it goes so fast. And it's like you're already out here. Just right. you know, have a seat. Help save a life. That's a I mean, not my life, you know. Right. Maybe <laughs> somebody you like. Yeah. I think I think your life is. Well, I, I, and I hope so. that yeah. H and continues in this direction of expanding beyond. Okay, I mean, they've established themselves. Ten to thirty thousand people show up every single time, so I think really expanding it into these non-food related things, into this, it's it's a block party. Really, is what it, it is ultimately is. And now, if it's a block it's like party, a five that, block party. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Or yeah, more. It might be more, more than that now, but to have things out here that aren't just food and, and, and promotes people staying here longer, it promotes people coming back, like you're saying, industry fleet cycles out people so it's not the same all the time. I mean, at this point, they have to pr- bring pretty much every food truck in the city here. So There's always food trucks here that I've never heard of before. Well, there's new ones popping up all the time. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, there's, in fact, there's something called like Mr. Eat On. 
that um, yeah. that I uh, breakfast food. I think right. Is that it? I think so. I just know that uh, Mark Dunham from uh, District 21 and the the Francis Tuttle uh, Culinary That's School Francis Tuttle, yeah. was saying. Uh, I don't know if the guy used to be a student there or what, but Mark. Very, Mark, Mark vouches for him, and if Mark thinks the food's good, it's then actually it's good. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, a breakfast food truck. That's I guess brilliant. we haven't had one of those since well, Waffle Champion. There is supposed to be there another go. breakfast food truck coming that is actually made out of like an old farm truck, and I can't remember oh, the name right. of it right now. They have not debuted yet. I think they're still getting their yeah. truck together, but it's supposed to be a huge truck, and they have breakfast food and bakery uh, items and stuff. Yeah, and it's like supposed to be all organic too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I tried a great food truck at Blue Garden. I haven't seen them here, but they may be. I haven't. Oh, the there's Cuban blocks, but it's called Masa. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of the John Favreau movie called Chef. Yeah. yeah. It's a great movie. It's he, a good movie. He quits his restaurant that he, you know, his dad manages, and then he goes to Miami and starts up a food truck called uh, El Jefe, and he specializes in Cubano sandwiches. Yep. And so Masa now serves them. It's one of their specials. Nice. Oh, my God. So you get a Cubano, and then you get a, what's called a bacon bomb, where they wrap shrimp in bacon. Sure. And stuff it with, like, cream cheese of some kind. You know what else is really cool about that food truck, which most other people <laughs> will not agree with? I thought this was awesome, so I had to buy some. <laughs> They sell cigarettes out of that food truck. They go and they've, they've got camel, like they've got the little uh, the, the little carton right or the carton cigarettes. Are they selling Lucy's? Yes. So here's what he said. No, he goes. He, they're, they're actually they're from Tulsa. She's not coming in here. They're they're out of Tulsa and they set up at a lot of late night events where there's other places serving alcohol. They said nobody is able to go buy cigarettes and. You know, some people only smoke when they drink, and he said there was a need, and it wasn't that much like, more money I need to get the license to sell tobacco. He goes, so we just paid the extra little bit of money, got the license to sell tobacco. When are goes, our food trucks going to start selling alcohol? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I, I would love that. I feel like that is it's probably the, that is the big legal hurdle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Something about open container law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I am... Uh, personally, though, very excited to hear that there's a great Cuban truck because it is uh, great. Cuban awesome. sandwiches, Oklahoma City does not really have that many places doing them, and that is a, that is a delicacy that I wish more people around here could try. Roast pork, ham, yep. <laughs> Swiss cheese, pickles, mustard, and man, and, that is a that, filling that, sandwich. That bread, yes. it's that pressed bread, and it is such. It's so magical because it's it's. Crispy on the outside. Yes. It's melty. You got it's like got it's the, the mustard and the pickle the and the, oh, the, the cheese coming combo. out of it. It is a perfect combo. It's really, really great. Damn it, I want one now. It is Let's super satisfying. It's it really is. Here. It's gotta be here. Everybody's here. Everything. Yes. Everything, Everything is here. Is here right right Everybody's here. Right Except for that that drone guy. Yeah, drone there's Brian Bergman. What's Bergman. the name of the truck? And I will we'll tweet him and see Masa. Oh. That is, that is almost terrifying. That's that is almost oh, terrifying. Yeah. 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 We were just discussing a new food truck called Masa. Is it here? Uh, it's over at Blue Dark tonight. Oh, oh there you go. Okay. Go get one. Go get it. Pull up the chair. On that note, 
we're gonna try to bring in some other folks from around. We're gonna grab some innocent bystanders. I think we off might go get. Uh, thank James you guys for, maybe. Yeah. for having us on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks for, thank for stopping by. So we'll be back here shortly with some more H and Eight breaking live a week later. Sweet. Our <laughs> thoughts are with uh, with whoa, President whoa. Lincoln's family right now. President yes. Lincoln did have a tragedy. Oh. Uh-huh. Speak. How can we not be? How can we be here today recording and not be talking? We were joking earlier. Oh, the SCOTUS decision to get the letter. Yes, yeah. we this are is recording. a big, okay, a big SCOTUS day. A big SCOTUS yeah. day. A big day for all SCOTUSes. Big day, big day, day for all SCOTUSes. So congratulations to marriage equality. People, yeah. Yeah. marriage equality, people marriage equality with one eye and equality. Hashtag yeah. love wins. Hashtag love, love wins. wins. Give it up for love. It is I, a fantastically exciting I, day. I will be completely honest. I am not. I I generally don't get uh, moved by a lot of things, but when that news came out and I saw it on Twitter, I just got I got all tingly and I was just There's I was a yeah. bit of the goosebumps and the chills going on. And goosebumps. You know, you know, a lot of people say, who were fighting tears and, and a few people yeah. who just gave in. Don't fight the tears, and, man. And fight Don't them. fight the tears. You get made Dude, to cry. Tears for fears. I, think I, I tweeted that too. I just got chills all over. Like, you gotta cry. Yeah. You gotta cry. So it's no longer gay marriage. It's now just marriage. marriage. Just marriage. It's not just marriage. straight up marriage. Just regular old marriage. Just good old straight the, marriage. One for the people of the earth. All right. We'll be back here in a little bit. We're yeah. back. We're still at H and We're still. We brought in a couple of guys who are working H and We've got Marco. Marcos. Marcos. Welcome, Marcos. He's from the Curbside Chronicle. Page ten. I turned page. T- I got the Curbside. I bought from you earlier. Yeah, right here. That's my. Article. At the movies with Marcos. And this is the article wow, you wrote at the Curbside. Yeah. Man. You get to do the movies part. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, get like us. a Cisco and Ebert type of thing. A thumb up and a thumb down. <laughs> That's nice. awesome. Yeah, I explained it right there. And there's some other pictures I took in uh, some homeless spots when we did a photo where we all uh, sell pictures from the homeless. Right. This is me right here in my closet. And that's me. That's a wooden t- TV. Somebody oh, made. Nice. Oh, wow. And that's a picture of hands. And over here's a picture where I slept at a bridge under Indiana Bridge for about a year when I was on the street. Really? Yeah. Crazy. And then we've also got, I've already forgotten your name. It's Joe, Joe Cooper. Joe Cooper. Joe Cooper. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hey guys. You were doing some magic for us out on the street too. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the things I do. I'm a uh, professional magician. A lot of people out there ask me how long I've been doing it. Uh, and I just got 26 years. 26 years. Forever. <laughs> yeah. That's a long time. Well, I, it's only because I did my first magic trick at, uh, at my kindergarten, you know, like uh, show and tell. So I start from there. Nice. <laughs> Yes. So you have a little bit of experience behind you then. Yeah, and and I uh, I I was curious. I love the curbside. Yeah. Um, I was I was working in L.A. Um, and also in England, and they have they in England they have a, a similar thing really? in the city that I was in called the Big Issue, and it's the same it's the same deal, same uh, format. Yeah, there's uh, street magazines all over the world. Yeah. South Korea, England, France, Kenya. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, all over really? the world. All over the United States, Seattle, San Francisco, wow. New York City, Chicago, Nashville. So we're finally getting on board. Yeah, so there's street magazines all over the country and all over 
Yeah. In fact, we're up for a reward. Yeah. Um, Are you really? Yeah. Awesome. On the curbside. Let me see that. They have like a, a street paper um, award thing. Right. And uh, we're nominated for four awards for best design and three other categories. I'm not sure all the categories. That's amazing. Yeah. Who prints the, the magazine for you? Well, I mean, the people behind the scenes is Whitley O'Connor. He's the founder and executive director of the Street Magazine. Okay. Um, he was an OU student, and he was inspired by a Nashville street paper called The Contributor that was started in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Do, and do you want to, like, in case anyone just hasn't seen or heard about anything, like, the basics of, like, what is the street paper, how it works, and, like, right. what's the okay. curbside, like, what's okay. the yeah, tell us about, Yeah, tell us what, okay. fundamentally, what is the curbside. Okay, the curbside was started, okay, how it goes is that um, we buy a magazine for 75 cents, and we sell to the public for $2, plus tips, right. you know? And the, the goal is to fight poverty and get us off the street and, you know, like a job. Right. You yeah. know, so that's the whole point. Um, In fact, your motto, the motto is a hand up, not a hand out. Yeah, that's the point. We're working. Our main goal is to stop panhandling around the city. Okay. That's our main goal. So we always encourage the public, stop supporting panhandlers and give money to veterans. And so that's where a lot of times we'll see curbside being sold. Is, yeah, is on where, the street corner. It's where right. panhandlers normally hang out. Yeah. And the, and one of the things is you guys wear green aprons. Green vests, yeah. Green vests. They're recognizable. So if you see them on the street with the green vests and they've got these magazines, that's what you're seeing is curbside. Yeah. Yeah, here's one of our cards here. We had we employ the homeless. That's our address right here. And it says sell magazine, earn money, and move into housing. There you go. I was on the streets when I first did the curbside crown. Because of the magazine, I got me a place. So you now you have go. you now have a home. Yeah, yeah, I got me a place. So it's, it's literally Per, literally ended your homelessness. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the whole point. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And, a lot of other vendors have got off the street because of it. Yeah, wow. and, and in a way that's not uh, just like you were working, you know, and, yeah. and you were doing and you were doing right. a job. And really, you have a lot. I mean, it's a very simple uh, business, but it is your you're like a little independent contractor. Yeah, we're self-employed. Yeah, you're self-employed, yeah, and right. and so you're your own boss. Yeah, we make you our get, own hours. You make your own right. hours, so right. you really. It's uh, it's even more like you you have to get up and and go out and do it, uh, because no one's making you do it. You know, it's so that's, that's, that's what I like about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, our amazing. main problem is that we have a hard time keeping vendors. Mm-hmm. I mean, most I mean, ninety percent of vendors don't even last a good month or two. Oh really? A lot of guys quit. A lot of men and women quit. You know, I wanted a few vendors who've been with the curbside. Well, I've been from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it does still require a little bit of ambition and motivation yeah, on your part yes. and a commitment. You have to be committed yeah. and want to go out there every day. A lot of vendors ain't willing to do that. So well, yeah. they have a hard time keeping vendors. Like they're not. Saying, they're just not ready for the opportunity. It's, well, a, I mean, it's a job, opinion. so you have to work a job. Yeah, yeah. and, yeah. and, and some right. people, for various reasons, I mean, for some of the reasons that get you into that uh, uh Position situation. a vulnerable situation. Some of those same things may keep you from it being the right time or yeah. place for you to make that step. And so they may be working with through some issues, and it's not the right time. But you can always come back, and 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 it, it can work for them. But look at this. So I mean, you get to contribute to the content of the magazine itself. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the. Did this, you, this is my fifth time in the magazine. Did you Did you go to the Dead Center Film yeah, Festival? Yeah, so I you went really like, like Harry you got, Yeah, you got you went and saw the Last Sandwich, which was. One of the shorts yeah. that was there that I really liked about the guy that couldn't 
figure out how to make a sandwich anymore. <laughs> but you, so you were at you were at that, so you saw this way up. Yeah, the only thing that's, I regret is I didn't see more movies. You know? Right. Yeah, that's yeah, what I, I regret about that. So that is always a regret. That is always a regret. A lot of movies I wanted to see at the yeah. dead center, and I didn't get the chance. What but was your I favorite one? I was there. What was your favorite one that you saw? Um, there was one short story I liked it. Um, in fact, it's right there. Daddy's little girl thing. Yeah, oh, I like that girl. one. That one. Oh, that was one of the horror ones. Short. That I didn't yeah, get to see. yeah. I met the director. Oh, did you I really? Met, yeah, I actually met the director. That, uh, he liked my review. Chad, Chad McLarnon. Yeah, yeah, I met him. Yeah. yeah, and there was another one that wasn't bad called Uncle John. You know, yeah, that was, oh, a, that yeah. was a pulling feature, right? Yeah, that was yeah. a pulling feature. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was pretty interesting. You know, I'm gonna throw in a little a little plug that just popped on my mind because the mag- I do magic and yeah. I do a few other things. One, I actually got cast in a movie. And we're going to start the principal uh, filming in about a month. And it's called Real Dead. And uh, it's real like a film reel. It's about, it's a, it's a, a horror movie about college students, but who are making a film and <laughs> it gets a little too real. <laughs> it gets so much. Yeah. Like, it's like awesome. A, like a type yeah. of Blair Witch Project kind of thing? Uh, so that's, yeah. yeah, a little bit. So so the, the story follows um, a group of uh, film students who are making their senior project, and they had to draw a random decade and a random genre, and they got 70s and horror wow, slasher. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's a beautiful like, combination. Okay, well, yeah, we okay. So we have Texas to do Chainsaw this. Massacre. This yeah. uh, <laughs> they, so they find they're like, so okay, what are we going to do? Hooper in here exactly. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, well, camp. we have to. You know, the actresses have to wear the cliche like right. revealing clothing, and they're like, are we going to have to run or away? Or just from take people off their the... clothing? Yeah. So the uh, <laughs> there's a shower scene, but don't yeah. get too excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the so so in some ways it is following that kind of like. They are making the stock standard, you know, thing, but it's turned on its head a little bit because it's a movie about them making the movie, but it's still Very like meta. it's gonna give you, yeah, but it's not too Inceptiony. It is. It is gonna give you if you are in the mood for a tasty, just horror slasher film. It is gonna. It is gonna hit all those notes nice. and. Uh, in, in, in the way that you want. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I'm really I like excited to look about it. at it. I like horror yeah. movies. Yeah, it's, like on, movies it's on. Indie yeah. Go, it's on Indie. It's on an Indie Go Go right now um, to kind of give us some some more um, production quality. Um, but it's already a go. I mean, it's not like uh, do this or else we can't make the movie. I mean, we're making the movie. It's Everything's happening. fine. But uh, you know, there's a, you, you guys know how it goes. A little bit, a little bit of polish and, and shine yeah. and everything like that. And plus, it's one of those cool things where you get a copy of the movie. So uh, right. yeah, it's really and it's nice. real dead. Real dead. R E E. L R E E L. Yeah, so like, yeah, like the like real movie reel. Very good. Is he gonna be filming in Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah, filmed in Oklahoma. Oklahoma actors like myself, Oklahoma director, and yeah. Can you? Who's the director? The director. Now, now you put me on the spot. Well, you say is that my? I actually got connected through this through my high school drama teacher, who is also in the film, which is like very cool. Well, there you go. It's perfect. Like for years, I. Was uh, acting as she was my director, and then now we're, we're like years later down you're, the road. You're in this together. We're, yeah, we're in it together. We're both <laughs> actors, feature. so it's like really nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the uh, I'll I'll get I'll get the um, all right the name. That's cool. awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, yeah. Marcos. Thank you, Joe. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So yeah, please support the Curbside Chronicle. If you see the green vests on the side of the road, pay these guys. They're doing. And stop good work. Yeah. We're getting more. We're getting more nipples. 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 
Uh, Actually, it's amazing what happens when you sit in front of a window at H and eight. So. Aaron, go get him. Go get him. And then uh, I'll be back. I'll be back again sometime and show you yeah. guys uh, a little bit more magic. Uh, right. So Joe might Joe magic. might come on a little bit in the future, do a little bit of radio magic. Not that sure. we're not already doing radio <laughs> magic right now, but the only thing we do is radio. That's magic. right. But something that might. Blow your mind. Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thank you guys for coming by. This is fantastic. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Right on. Okay, so we're back here now. We're back. Candace Mitchell from Mitchell in the Morning just That's stopped right. in to say hi. Welcome, Candace. Good morning. <laughs> just oh, we got our coffee here, too. Oh, oh, oh nice. have you tried the wine out there? No. Okay, there's sangria right, from Water's got, Edge Winery down there. They got sangria? Wait, there's sangria yes. here? Okay. Yes. No, we, we did have some coop beer earlier. We had coop oh. beer. We just got our third coffee at Elemental, I think. Second or third. Elemental is the place to be. Yeah. Like any time of day, right? It's the hot spot. This is the hot spot. I love to come down here. Yeah. So, what have you had so far while well, you've been well, running around tonight? First, Water's Edge Winery, which is why I just now found you guys. I've been out here a few hours, but <laughs> right. just kind of. Did you see our sign? Too much uh, Water's Edge Winery, <laughs> but <laughs> we went. We actually went down to Blue Garden for a few minutes. Nice. That's where um, we just were. Our favorite truck is the Saucy Sicilian. Yes, we were just talking about the so Saucy Sicilian. Yep. So we're going to have them on our show in a couple weeks and try nice. to talk them into doing like a crowdfunding for a restaurant. Give them a brick and mortar shop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they need one. They right? do. Yeah. And they totally. have enough employees. They can still do the truck. You know. Yeah. Because we would miss the truck if they didn't do that. But well, we still we need to keep the truck. Keep the yeah, truck. Yeah, absolutely. It's like yeah. Big Truck Taco has a location and food trucks. Right. Yeah. Right. They're like up to three trucks. Waffle now. Champion did the same thing. They're down in Midtown Are now. They? Yeah. Waffle Champion. Okay. Yeah, but they they got rid of the Waffle Champion truck. Oh, they got rid of the truck. Yeah, oh. they got rid of the truck. Oh. Put the truck into the store. But then they just started the Southern Comfort Buttermilk Sliders. Oh, is that them? Oh, my God. That's, that's the next. So I like that, too. Like, if you're going to get rid of your first truck and turn it into a store, then keep going. Come up with a new concept. Right. Yeah. Right. Keep it going. That's awesome. I haven't had that yet, but I've had, let's see, Katie's, Katie Bugs. Katie Bugs Katie is down, Bugs. down over there on 10th Park Blue Garden right now. Yeah. And that's so great for people and who then, have kids. And, yeah. and then in the winter, when they're out to the snow cones, they do the hot chocolate with the homemade marshmallows. Yeah. <laughs> The hot chocolate will put you into like a sugar coma. It does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes you a little bit high and a little happy. I could use a sugar coma after this caffeine. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I'm overloading on caffeine. There you go. Well, it's just like 6 30. It's just been this constant like influx of onion burgers and beer yes. and caffeine. And what's the best burger out here, you guys? El Reno. El Reno. Is it really? Oh, El yeah. Reno. Okay. You There's walk no up five line. bucks. Five bucks, no line. And they just hand it to you and you shove it in your face. It sounds good. It smelled yeah. good. That was the first truck I smelled when I started walking. I was like, oh, that's got to be an onion yep. burger. And yeah. then I saw Mob Grill. I love and Mob, Mob Grill. I haven't had Mob too. Grill yet. I love I watching. Mob Grill. I've watched Mob Grill prepare one time. It was uh, Open Streets OKC, which is like a block from my house. Yeah. And I was walking around while they were prepping, and the guys in the Mob truck, it was just these like half pound balls of beef that they were just rolling yeah. up and setting on wax paper, just getting ready. And then when That's you go awesome. order one, they just—it's almost like Nick's, you know—they yeah. just throw this ball of beef yeah. on, the, on the flat grill, just smash right. it with their fist. Yeah. 
I love that kind of stuff. It's, it's great. Decadent. But everything is out here. There's I can't. Yeah. There's no. Everybody's well, here. I still yeah. haven't even been south of here yet. We haven't even walked that direction. Well, and yeah. right down here, past Water's Edge Winery, is Two Brothers Pizza, best cannolis you'll ever eat, and they're bite sized. Oh yeah, we just yeah. walked by there. They were I was good. I was jonesing for some Italian food. I haven't had Italian food forever because that's something I realized we don't really have really good Italian restaurants here. In oh, the but city, we do Vito's. I forget about Vito's. Yeah. Vito's Ristorante, and when you go in there, your family. I mean, that's yeah, it. I don't ever. I hardly get north of sixty third anymore. It's barely north of sixty third. Yeah, it is go just there. barely. I got yeah. to break up. Vito's is that who owns Vito's? Kathy Cummings. Oh, then it's Kathy Cummings. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Sean Cummings. One. I have eaten at Vito's. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's and Sean I don't. Cummings, I don't say her food is good just because she's on the radio with us. It's really. It's like real Italy. I was there for yeah. two years, and yeah. It's like Does she bring home. you guys food in Sometimes, the morning? And, yeah. We have Katie Bugs comes in pretty regular and brings us hot chocolate in the winter. Yeah. And we go into our sugar coma. It's always a fun day on See, Fridays. That's so. what we're missing by not having yeah. a fixed studio somewhere. People. Is that yeah. people don't know where to come and find right. us. Right. Well, you guys need to come on our show. We do. We, we, we yeah. want to come on your show. A Thursday or a Friday. Um, okay. Fridays we have Dino Lolly too, which is a good time. Wow, to Dino Lolly, really? Yeah. Dino Lolly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was in um, today and we had a few well we had a cast member a director and the PR lady from Lyric Theater on for Oklahoma okay. oh nice played some B-roll it was what really is, good what yeah, is Dino- Lyric Theater just started running their version of Oklahoma yeah that's going on right now yeah what is Dino Lolly doing these days like where do you find him where he is does he- Discover Oklahoma oh does he really yeah it airs okay. on Channel 4 at 6.30 on Saturday night didn't he and oh. Jennifer Reynolds do something together for a while she's on there too okay. yeah Dino start? and Jennifer but Dino Lolly used to be a movie reviewer at one point in time oh, yeah. Why, he like years ago that. does he still yeah. do that he still does that I think he does it on 9 and on 4 actually oh wow yeah, and if you listen to us on Fridays, he does right. a little movie review of whatever. I think this week it was Jurassic Park and of something course. else. Yeah, it's awesome. I just yeah. saw that. It was actually pretty good. I have not seen that yet. Mm, you, you I haven't gotta, seen it. You got to be, I mean, I you know, 98 is when the first Jurassic Park came out, and I was like 16, yeah. so it's got oh, that young. You guys are babies. Yeah. <laughs> We're babies? Uh-huh, uh-huh, all right. Well, the, the Facebook post that's been going around where somebody said, Bush is running against Clinton. There's a Jurassic movie out in the theaters yes. right now, and Terminator's about to come out next month. What year is this? Right, yeah. exactly. It is a little confusing. It's not 98. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 20 years ago was that? So, the All Gazette yeah. just had their Best of nominations, they and did. we voted for you guys twice. Did you really? So, yeah. Thank awesome. you. Yeah. Thank I you. figure, like, you guys are the young generation yes. of radio. What did you vote for us for? for best radio personalities. Best radio personalities? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think awesome. the podcasting is the way to go. So. It, uh, you know, not to toot our own horn, but it <laughs> supposedly is the fastest growing media market right yeah, now. I believe it. I and mean, a, I'm listening. So, and yeah. a lot of thank um, you. And a lot of established radio people are kind of jumping ship and going to podcasting. Yeah. So, or yeah. doing both. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I know there's absolutely. guys who uh, who do a radio show and then they release the radio show as a podcast, but yeah, the radio right. show is a live broadcast on the radio. It's kind yeah. of like. Netflix is to television shows like television air you know oh that episode of whatever comes out on Fridays at 7 but then you can go back later and on demand it on Netflix podcasts are just on demand yeah. so or Hulu yeah or Hulu. yeah yeah Hulu. and now DirecTV lets you go back three days and watch stuff there you go yeah well plug the radio show for our listeners yeah, so again. you guys are on the AM right 
We are on AM. We're on 1520 AM. It's KOKC. It's the old KOMA signal, you know, the big 50,000 right. watt tower. They can hear us in Idaho. Right. So. I, I, I can remember one time, actually, we were camping in Utah. We were out in um, Arches National Monument, right. and we had picked up that signal out yeah. there in the desert from is Oklahoma it, City. Is it still that powerful? It's that powerful as soon as our tower is repaired. I was you know, say it got hit by the tornado. Yeah, it yeah. went down. It's actually in Moore, and it went down in the tornado, and they've got, I think, like 20,000 watts right now. So it'll be That's back. crazy. Yeah. yeah, I grew up in Moore, and it was like you pick up your oh, yeah. telephone, and you're listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like... I would call to call friends that weren't in more, and they're like, "What? Who else is? Is there somebody else on the phone?" Like, no, no, that's is the that, radio. Is station. that is Van Morrison at your house? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! I hope you're okay. <laughs> I, I mean, He's I grew up. Okay. I grew up with KOMA. He thought it was on the phone. He's actually picking up radio yeah, signals in his head. Those were the braces that he had when he was a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the voices. That's what the voices in your head were. So then you're on the AM, we're on the internet, so we're kind of like non-FM right now. We're yeah. we're anti, we're not anti-FM, but we're just not on. FM, we're not, we're not there. We're not getting there. Sorry, no. FM. We had a signal on 103.1, and they turned it into like old school rap. Old school? Which I really? can't argue with, I kind of no, like it. No, so. like, like, like some DJ Jazzy Jeff? Or? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, all the old stuff. Fresh I mean, Prince. I graduated high school in 1988, so I, I enjoy right. it a little bit. So. Yeah, right on. It's great. Well, I was 95, so I'm not too far behind you. Yeah, you're babies. Yeah. Oh, 2000. Yeah. Thank you. 2000. He's, he's the baby. Oh, you're the he's, baby. Okay. He's the young one right there. He's the one that keeps us in check. Well, sure. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. And you guys are going to be out at OKC Fest tomorrow? tomorrow? Yes. Yes. We're hoping to meet Hank Williams Jr. Right. That's our goal. Yeah. But we'll be happy to talk to whoever's out there. It's Claire Dunn's going to be there. And Rascal then Flats. Ras- I think yeah. Rascal Flats is tonight. No, Rascal no, Flats Rascal is tomorrow. Is tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. All the countries tomorrow night. And Sammy yeah. Hagar and the Circle are tonight. Right. Yep. Yeah. And tonight is, what is this? This is Friday night. Yes. Go down and get some Cabo Wabo, maybe Sammy's, you know, having a party out there. No, I'd like to run down there and party with him. Yeah. Is it time? (laughs) Have you guys met Lucas Hogue? No, we haven't. I did not hear about him, actually, until this came to town. Well, he came, um, I think, like, back in April when they had their kickoff party, you know, kind of for their donors and all. And um, he's pretty big in Nashville now. Is he really? Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Well, I was reading the bio for uh, Claire Dunn. She is from southeastern Colorado and then went to school out of Tennessee. Hmm. And literally, she like in between times of going to college in Tennessee, she would go and drive like combines and tractors and help farmers harvest. And that's when she decided, I'm going to pick up the guitar and start writing yeah. songs. Her album's not even released yet, and she's hmm. touring with Hank Williams Jr., it's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, it is. So she has three singles out that you can listen to right now. One of them came out last year. But that's kind of crazy that your album is not even out yet. You're a young woman from southeastern Colorado that's been driving combines. Wow. And now you're touring with Hank Williams Jr. It's She's got good management teams. Something's Absolutely. going good for her. Well, She's done just, something right. I think simply the idea of being a female farmer who picked up and started playing the guitar right. on the combine, <laughs> that's just like marketing gold. Like, it is oh, marketing sure. gold. Her <laughs> album Absolutely. cover is going to be her on the top of a combine with the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I think I want to be this She'll sell a couple hundred thousand copies just off that alone, probably. I think so. And who's the other? There's another girl. She's really cute. Grace Potter. Oh, Grace, Grace Potter. Potter. Yeah, yeah. Grace Potter. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not familiar with her yet either. I think she's on. Well, 
I just saw a tweet from Bumbershoot come out about Grace Potter. So I don't know if she's on stage tonight. That doesn't make sense. I though. think she's out there tonight. I think, I think she tonight. travels with the Rolling Stones. Are you serious? On stage with Mick Jagger. Yeah, she's huge. That's so. crazy. How did these people become such huge, like rising stars that fast? That's yeah. amazing. Good marketing, good management. Yeah. Good yeah. decision making. Yeah, that's well, absolutely that's gotta be some good music yeah. too, right? I mean, well, yeah. the yeah. tunes have got to be good. You're not gonna have that kind of power behind you if you're not good to begin right. with. You know, when you say bumper shoot, that reminds me. You always know what's up and what's hot in Oklahoma City by following those guys. When yeah. you follow them on totally. Twitter. Tracy follow and Rob. Tracy and Rob and their crew, you yeah. know everything that's going on. We love to get guests from them. They're always yeah, the best. We well, they, they, yeah, yeah, they feed stuff to us, and that's... Yeah, they, they it's really early. I mean, we had put out, like, two episodes, maybe, and we first met Rob, yeah. and he was just immediately like... I, he's like, the reason we're, I'm going to support you is because I can tell already that you guys are going to do right. He's like, you've got a brand, you've got a thing, you're, you're, you're pumping OKC. Yeah. He was like, I don't have to do any work to help you. Like, all I have to do is, like, retweet. Yeah. yeah or send you a, job send you a press release out. every once in a while yeah. and keep you in the loop. So, See? Good sign for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing and how meeting it's you guys. It's yeah. all coming together. Well, we can't wait for you to come on our show. I can't wait to be on your show. Yeah, we'll do it. So Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Hope I see you tomorrow night at OKC. We'll be there. All right. Thank you. We're back. We've uh, this time. Okay, we grabbed some more people. We got Brian Bergman. Say hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. I did it. Brian has been a little instrumental in helping this H and A thing along down the road. And then we got a mutual friend, Marty Piercy, joining us. Yeah, that's me, Marty Piercy. Welcome to the show. Good to have you guys on. It's good to be on. Now, what I just heard is so I went to high school with Marty. What did I go to high school with you? No, no. You know what? I went to Tecumseh High School. You guys were in Shawnee. Poetry readings together. Dean's Bean Scene. Yeah, back in the day. Did you just say Dean's Bean Scene? Yeah, yeah, I got food poisoning there. That's great. The things that came out of my body. Oh, it's poetry yeah, yeah it's probably, wow. it might be for the best. <laughs> There's a re- yeah, it's not there anymore. Yeah. That was back in the day when uh, Spur was there and May rest in peace. He passed away just about a year ago, a year ago last month. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna sit back and listen to it. Yeah, Jim Craddock also also dead. Here's is your podcast where I come on and talk about who's dead? Those guys were. I'm really good at this. Those guys were kind of mentors. They were the they were older folks who hosted the poetry. That we did when we were in college. Yeah, Spur, Spur was the man, and uh, he was uh, very much a surrogate father figure for me. We'll have to have you on regularly to update us on who's died. Like, if you don't come by, you're out of the will. I was chagrined to find out it wasn't in the will. Right, by the way, yeah, as it turned out, I must not have come by. But I like that you just I used chagrined. Uh, well, thank you very much. That's, it's my habit. <laughs> well, every time I saw Jim Craddock, he'd always give us the advice of keep it tinsel. Keep it tinsel. Keep it tinsel. Mm-hmm. You'll have to look it up. You'll have to look up the word tinsel. That's like a Viagra. Like, <laughs> there you go. Like, like tensile, like strong, yes. like fibrously yes. strong. Nice. Yeah. He's pretty funny. Advice from a 70-year-old man. Right. A, a 70-year-old man, most of his poetry was essentially limericks. And they were really great. They were really funny. Love limericks. Yeah, it's a 
it's so much inspired me to come out here because, you know, short order poems are not tinsel letters on Christmas tree tinsel. I've often thought about going out there and volunteering with this. Yeah, you should. Because it's been so long since I've been a part of anything like that. I bet they like it. Yeah, they're always asking for more people. Yeah, they're nice people. And really, I can get a world typewriter. I have one of the. Yeah, I don't know if the, all of those stereotypes that you would expect. And you know that another Prague alum. Oh, Jessica. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my darling sweetheart. You just have to get your own world typewriter. Simpson. No joke. Also, I just found you two, Brian and Marty. You guys know each other from Prague High School. Yeah. High School. This guy was my drum major. Small town. He had long, long, luxurious flaxen locks. Back then, he really did. He had long hair and it was very blonde. It was very blonde and it... Yeah, back in the days, watching it blow in the breeze while you're yeah. eating your clotchy during the festival. That's the way. Yeah. Yeah. I had a vicious mullet. It was vicious. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was not just a mullet. It was like it was like a it was a commitment. And then when I cut it, yeah, he Marty cut it. Was, no, he I cut, cut it. it and I left one braid. Oh wow! From right here. And it went from here to here. There you no, go. It, was the, it totally was the battle of great. Except, except they followed my lead. And then I was like, there first. Like six years later or something, like when I was maybe a sophomore in college, I uh, I had long hair and cut that is, that it. That is legitimately the Padawan braid. Just it's a Star like Wars deal. Vocally, as an homage to my old drum to Brian Bergman. Right. <laughs> the same thing. Like, like a long braid. And I thought it was hilarious. But it was that kind of deep cut joke where like nobody, nobody knew what that was. Nobody, like, nobody knew you were being just, ironic. That just looks weird and stupid, Marty. And I'm like, yeah, but it's weird and stupid in a really quaint and charming way. But nobody cares. It's what it's what I'm going for. <laughs> Whatever you're saying, it's what I'm going for. Um, I'm, no, I'm just a, I'm just a hobo with like a drunk that hangs out on the streets. No, I'm a yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm a very important writer and musician. I mean, I'm not that important. Nobody knows who the hell I am. But I, uh, I'm a musician and a writer, yeah, and uh, have a, a book and album coming out uh, supposedly this summer, like a, a dual piece illustrated by a friend. So it's like three pieces put together. Yeah. Supposed to come out this summer. It'll probably be late, late summer because I still haven't recorded the album. Uh, so. Is that important? Like the actual recording part? Is that? You would think, here's the thing. Like the promise that I should make nice. is that like if you buy this book. I will come over and play all of the songs for you, wow. and you can just start your dictaphone just start your and just record it yourself. And Somebody crank up the dictaphone. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but not that. So, you were yeah, also but, instrumental a few years ago in doing a lot with Sips down in Shawnee on Main uh, yeah, Street as o- well. Open Sips. My buddy Brad uh, wanted to like he bought this building and wanted to open a coffee shop in downtown Shawnee, and uh, I was living in Portland at the time, yeah. and. Uh, Portland, Oregon, yep. not Maine. Not Maine. Um, yeah, There's but, a big uh, difference. There is it, but they're both really cool towns at they the edges are. of the of the uh, white American universe. Um, that <laughs> uh, um, I, you know, I was married at the time, and we had some issues out there, and we came back just in time for me to help renovate that nice. building. And he you asked me. You guys did a great job. We, yeah, it's a beautiful building, it is. and unfortunately, a business model that is successful is not opening uh, like a really attentive coffee shop in downtown Shawnee, Oklahoma. Uh, but, Is this you know, still open? 
No, no. Oh, it's no. closed now? Oh, it is okay. available for private events. Uh, huh. You can PM me on Twitter for right. uh, details. <laughs> so, <laughs> you can still have that experience yeah. if you want it. But, you know, SB and Maddie, who work here at Elemental, they... Uh, they met there, um, and oh, that's wow. really what I think about that coffee shop. Is we used elemental stuff, and uh, we really we were successful, maybe not business wise, but in creating yeah. like a habitable space for people to have conversations. Like, well, that's what a coffee shop's for, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, to, and to bring it full circle, Brian, you've had a bit of involvement with H and Eight, right? Yeah. So just give a us tiny bit, right? just, just small. Bit. So you're, give us a little bit of the history of. How did H and Eight start? Where did it come from? The birth. Well, it came from. It was a conversation just had uh, between JD and Laura and Jonathan Stranger from Blue Divine. JD from Coop Aleworks, uh, Jonathan Stranger from Blue Divine, and Laura, Laura from Elemental. Um, just sitting down, going, "Hey, this would be something really cool for the area, for this district, just to kind of introduce people to this area, give us something to do." So they said, "Okay, let's do some food trucks, let's do some live music. This will be a great thing." So uh, they kind of launched into the middle of it. Um, and had a couple seasons of just kind of getting your feet wet. Yeah. Um, and then... And when was that? What, what that year did been, that... Well, that had been five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah, wow. This, wow. We just started the fifth wow. season. That's crazy. Yeah. We started the fifth season. Um, it kind of kind of ran just in that manner with kind of the, you know, a, a team of people kind of directing it. Right. At the end of the second season, I sat down with Laura and sat down with some of them and said, hey, if we're going to continue to develop this, continue to grow this. If this is going to continue to be so, to be more, then somebody's going to kind of have to be the person that kind of grabs a hold of it, that kind of like right. runs with it, can be the person on site, can kind of run that. I just like to help out. Yeah. Let's, let's see what happens. And they're all friends of mine. They're all like, I think they're all pretty spectacular human beings. So uh, I'd agree. Yeah. And uh, so they said, okay, let's give it a try. And we launched the second, the third season. We finished with like five or six hundred, you know, the season two wrapped up, five or six hundred people, you know, three or four food trucks. We launched into the third season and it was 2,500 people, 3,500, 5,500, 7,500. So would you say it's been successful? Mildly. <laughs> Mildly. <laughs> Mildly. Yeah. So enough so that people in New York send us emails going, wow. how is it that you're kicking our asses? Yeah. yeah that's cool. It's okay that I say ass. Yeah. Right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Especially when it's about absolutely. kicking New York's ass. Yeah. 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 So I actually got an email from an event in New York that they do food trucks. And uh, they said, how is it you guys are kicking our asses? And I was like, well, what are you guys doing? And they said, well, you know, we've got about 15,000 people. I was like, we have like 10. And they said, we're in New York. There are <laughs> yeah. 10 million people here. <laughs> you guys have, and they've done their homework. They were like, you guys have 1.3 million people. Wow, How they is did it you're their kicking homework. our ass? Yeah. And I said, well, what are you guys doing? And here's what we're doing. We just talked about it. And what we ended up landing on, what we realized is the re what's the difference between us and what they're doing is that we actually like each other. Like I would, I would say you're right. Yeah, yeah. and and at the we're end of each the other's night. biggest fans. Yeah, also, and also among, we're awesome and they suck. I mean, that's <laughs> like that's not that to be under, that's understood. Yeah. Really, that's understood. <laughs> I mean, I almost, almost every episode I go back to one of our first episodes. Amy M six twelve made a quote that people latched onto was yeah. everybody in Oklahoma City wants to see everybody else succeed. Right? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. There's there's no animosity. Like oh they. I, mean, I did a food truck. Now they're doing a food truck. Fuck yeah. them! Like it's like, yeah. oh great, more food trucks. Let's have yeah. a food truck yeah. festival. They all like, tweet yeah. each other. Everybody is yeah. like, yeah. I had a conversation with Jag Fowler about exactly that today. About how that, like, right now, it's like the forty under forty might as well be two hundred and fifty under forty yeah. because right. there are right. there are like five hundred people in the scene, 
in Oklahoma City, and we yeah. all know each other, and we all really want we each other to do really other. well. Yeah. Yeah. And like five years from now, we may be at each other's throats <laughs> because there will be an influx of people like there was in Austin, but yeah. right now, you can do it. Like, yeah. you can really do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a, and, it, and the whole thing with, with here and now is, even within the food trucks, when I'm talking to the New York guys, I'm like, what does the end of your night look like? And they're like, well, we have, we beef up security at the end of the night because a lot of, like, we'll have trucks get in fights with each other because somebody stole a menu, a recipe, somebody Food stole this. fights, yeah. wow. That's and I was like, it's like a good reality show yeah. right Yeah, there. and I told them, I said, well, I have police at the end, but it's, they walk around to make sure that the food trucks, like, because they're, like, standing in the middle of the street talking with each other, telling stories. Uh, yeah. They're, like, drinking a beer, drinking a Dr. Pepper, or, like, just hanging out going, hey, how was it for you guys tonight? At one point last season, <clears throat> one of the trucks down here, um, one of the brand new trucks, they'd only been here, this is their first time to be here. They were down down here on this row, uh, just between 8th and 9th Street. They'd been selling. The truck next to them sold out. They were oh, all really? Well, this other truck, brand new truck, they were just in the weeds all night long. So I'm walking over here, and I look, and I look inside of their truck, and all the people from the truck next door that had sold out had come over to this truck, and they were That's helping awesome. him serve. Are you serious? That's the best. That is awesome. That is awesome. And at the, end the of the night, at the end of the night, I pulled them off the side. I was like, I didn't know you guys knew each other. And they were like, we didn't. We did. They were just our neighbors. That's so good. That and is I was like, awesome. That's why we That's why we're succeeding. Oklahoma yeah. standard Oklahoma stuff right and there. Actually, yeah. And the perfect example of that again is, you know, today we really mourn the loss of Bob Berry oh, Jr. Jr. Yeah. yeah, and that whole deal. KO, we, we have a KFO sportscaster arm. here that died. If you're listening to Oklahoma City, you know who Bob Berry Jr. was. But KOCO offered to staff the KFOR newsroom so the KFOR That's, people could go to the funeral. Yeah. That's really powerful, yeah. That's crazy. Like... Mm. Anywhere else that would be crazy, but here it's like I saw somebody tweet the other day. It was like, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Hashtag Oklahoma Standard. Yeah, um, yeah. that's I, that's, I, that's what it's the about. Good here. part of the Oklahoma Standard. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I was at the very first H and Eighth. I got to experience that event. Yeah, that was you saw very, the slot. I was I was right in the middle of it. Yeah, <laughs> it was Absolutely. really interesting. Yeah, you still um, have scars from it. Still right. have scars from it. <laughs> here's what's here's what's really oh, cool. Yeah, the, oh yeah. Yeah. So I got it. Yeah, I so it was literally it. like in the parking lot back behind Elemental here. It wasn't even yeah. on the street at the time. Yeah. And it was one of those things where Laura had gone out and you know got all the permits and had talked to the city. Here's what we want to do. And the city said, okay, here's how you have to do it. Literally, when the right when the thing began, me and my brother come in here to get coffee inside of Elemental, and then you just start seeing all these guys come walking in with guns on their hips and shutting everything down. Like literally, it had been going on for about thirty minutes. Yeah. And the reaction from that for like the next two months was yeah. unbelievable. And I think yeah. that's one of the things that really got H and A to have so much attention drawn to it was was because of that. And so yeah. Oklahoma City was like. Shit, we may have fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. how do we fix this? And not only did they fix it, it's turned yeah, into it's, yeah one of the most amazing events here in Oklahoma yeah, City. Yeah, just looking at this window right now, I'm stunned that the crowd has not diminished at all. Not and we even walked to Industry Flea, and there was a crowd. Went to Blue Garden, there was a crowd. Yeah. So just for blocks, it's like half the city's out here. Yeah. 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 And, and just I, to update you, the escape crate we brought, we were, we were over there like 20 minutes very ago. Very successful. They had over an hour away. Holy smokes. They're yeah. doing 15 minute sessions, so they had four or five people lined up, and there were more people walking up as they yeah. came. Well, and I've got, I have a good friend that lives over in, I forget the name of the, Haddon Hall. He lives over in Haddon, he lives on the second floor. Yeah. And he, the first H and eighth of the season, he sent me pictures, and it was like, he, his text message was, all of Midtown is lit up. Yeah. All, all of it. it. 
Oh, look what we got now. We have uh, lightsabers and glow sticks and party favors. <laughs> I, fascinating, man. fascinating radio for the listeners. I know. Right? You should is. see this. <laughs> We ran into one of Steven's friends out on the street earlier and got the best compliment. He goes, wow, you guys really do have faces for radio. (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Well, I guess I'll head back over there. (laughs) I'll get off the street then. (laughs) Well, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Marty, for joining us. Oh, man, thanks. It's been a pleasure. That's a fun surprise. It is. And just Surprise, you're going to be on my podcast. Getting to hitch my wagon to Brian's star. That's a tough. No way. I just follow in Marty's wake. He's my representation. You guys make a great team. I it think is. so. I apologize for him afterwards. Okay. That's really why I'm here. Yeah. That's right. It's like a Laurel and Hardy if they were both Hardys. <laughs> it's a little too much. That's awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you, guys. Thank you. Again. And we're back. <laughs> and now we have James and Shane, some of the masterminds behind yeah. the escape. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. show. Yeah. How are you guys feeling? We're winded, but yeah. otherwise. Which is good. You guys brought the escape crate out. We yes. did. We yeah. have taken it on the road. <laughs> and it's been a roaring success. The yeah, hype train is a rolling. Yes. And it's a literal train this yeah. time. Um, uh, we're already booked solid for the rest of the evening. We booked That's out pretty awesome. quick. Nice. Uh, we were booked out till eleven ten, where we cut it off. I think at nine or a little before nine. Wow! So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we started the night out with. We got in there and we we did go over a couple of minutes of the fifteen yes. minutes, but we got it figured out. Fortunately, we, we weren't watching the clock too closely, right. so. <laughs> well, <laughs> But that allowed us to fit. Yeah, it worked out in our favor, but we didn't make it in time. But it was it was a good feeling to finally solve one. And, and you did figure it out. We, we did. Figured it we out. figured it out. It just took a minute to you know get that last part right. And that's the third one you guys have done. That's yeah. the third one we've done. Yes. We did uh, Uptown, the up- murder, and then uh, uh, 405. Four oh five. Four oh five. Area four. Area four oh five. Ah, yeah. You, you've done all of our hardest ones now. Yes. <laughs> an, an excellent way to start it off. <laughs> So tell us about how the escape crate came about. And um, we've been with the company since last year, since last July. Yeah. And for the whole time, we've been pushing for portable rooms because we're both huge nerds, and we wanted to take this thing to conventions, to take it to people. And as the uh, corporate team building side has grown up and has really overtaken and been one of our major sources of income and one of the best ways of reaching out and getting people to come in, we also tried to figure out a way of taking it to a corporate site. Right. So if we could take over a conference room for oh, a day wow. yeah. and build nice. a portable room in there. And we, the challenge has been creating a room that's portable enough to go in there and the difficulties of not knowing what space we're going into. And eventually that culminated in, well, let's just build our own space that we can take anywhere. Yeah, the crate is probably the fifth or sixth kind of iteration of that idea. And then uh, the train job, the room inside of that crate, is probably one of five that we toyed around with and everything. Yeah, uh, we've had some crazy ideas, uh, none of which are necessarily off the table. We Oh, yeah, no, there, are, there are two or three that are like, <laughs> like they're in the back pocket. I'm like, what? No, that doesn't need to be 15 minutes. This thing is going to be like an hour yeah. room. Because um, 
the other challenge is we wanted a game small enough that we can get lots of people in there and give them a quick experience, but still full enough that they understand what we do and just all the kinds of crazy things they can encounter. And the train job, uh, the framing and the theming of the room is a very accessible theming. We didn't want to get too out there or something weird. Right. A train heist, like everyone knows what a train heist is. Everyone wants to feel like Nicolas Cage, you <laughs> yeah. know, right. stealing something. Or the so. Ocean's Eleven. It's not quite that. Uh, the actual theme of this one is uh, we researched and designed the interior to look just like Abraham Lincoln's personal car. You did uh, a great yeah, job, Yeah, your guys' attention to detail is... Fantastic. Yeah, off and the charts. This is the most we've spent on a room, on the decorating, on getting the feel, getting everything just right. And part of that was, you know, buying a shipping container, because that's what it's inside of, is a renovated shipping container. We've, it's carpeted, electrified, we got lights, we got air conditioning this air in conditioned there, which is was probably, totally necessary. Probably our biggest selling point is if yeah. we take this somewhere, you know, it's going to be 100 degrees here any day now. If we can offer someone the chance, like, hey, Come in here. It's air conditioned for 15 I would, minutes. I would pay $25 for 15 minutes. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that crate's nicer than some apartments I've had. It college, is. Yeah. So it smells like a new apartment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, in such a small space, the number of little puzzles you guys managed to cram into that small space. Because when you're solving these rooms, you have to kind of go through a series of solutions mm -hmm. yes. to get to the next piece of the puzzle to solve it. And when I walked in there, I was like, how much stuff could possibly hidden be hidden in here? And it was, yeah, it, was well, it was surprising. Yeah. Well, with our puzzle design, like we really like we like elegant puzzles. I mean, you can throw a you can throw a bunch of stuff, but the way we like how we go about it, there's a flow to it. There's a logical progression. It's, you know, you don't have to fiddle with a bunch of stuff, but everything you do fits your theme, right. it owns your theme. It gives you that feel of what you're doing. And the, as the game progresses, you start with that discovery phase of what did we just get into and then what can we find and have we checked in every nook and cranny and under every couch cushion and behind right. every painting on the wall. And then yeah. there comes a, okay, we've got it. Now what do we do with it? And you get one thing and that leads to the next and the next. And if we've designed it right, it should flow one thing to the next. And it did. It had a, it had a great flow to it. So we were the first ones to do it tonight. You guys had yeah. some people test it last night, but after we left, what has been the response from people oh. coming out? Have there been people who solved it? Uh, yeah. So far we've had about a 30%. Now it's not a huge sample size and we we're still running people through there, but the success rate has been pretty good. Um, also, yeah, the groups getting out have been kind of like all over the place too, is what we like to see. Like we had a family get out, we had a group of teenagers get out. Mm -hmm. So. We like to see that weird smattering demographic of people getting out. Because you never know who's going to get in. Because it's very much not an IQ test. It is a game. It's a right. game. Well, being smart doesn't necessarily hurt. Uh, sure. Being creative, being able to actually work together with people, uh, being thorough, communicating, those count just as much as actually being clever when you walk in there. That's something we've said to people as we've sort of been pushing it out and talking about it is, you, you go in there with like a group of friends or your family and you really learn some things about those people you may not have known yeah, before. Yeah, right. Like, and that's another reason why it's great for a team building group, both for, you know, you know, like the church groups come through, all sorts of people, corporate groups, they find out very quickly whether or not they can work together. And yeah. it's, it's always right. educational, but sometimes they just figure out, hey, we're really good at finding a scapegoat. Or, yeah. hey, we need to actually communicate better. Guys, I think we all might be narcissists. Yes. 
you get the people going like, oh yes, I'm gonna get out without them. Or, that's, I guess, one of the other things you could learn is maybe something about yourself that yes. you didn't realize yes. before. You're oh, like, yeah. oh. That but, I read into everything way too much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I overanalyze everything. Or, man, maybe that's why the house is never clean is because I never look behind things. <laughs> but anyway, and we've had a huge response today and with our corporate group, and we're already pumped up and ready, yeah. coming up with ideas for our next room. Nice. Oh yeah. Next, <laughs> there, there are a few in the kind of alpha stage right now, and like, giddy! I clap my hands every time we have our design team meeting. Like we're awesome. Yes. Oh, uh, we got several on the back burner, but now all of our attention is on the Halloween room. I'm so That's looking forward to the Halloween about. one. Oh, and, and Halloween's my favorite holiday, <laughs> and I'm addicted to the escape now. I want to go into the other two rooms that we haven't done yet, and then. Look forward to the Halloween one. Combination is great because last year we had people come in actually dressed as the Clue Group. <laughs> we had a Colonel Mustard, a Scarlet, a Peacock, Peacock, a Green. Wow, people really throwing themselves into it. Oh yeah, I was disappointed we had no Scooby Gang. Not yet. Uh, 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 Buffy or Do? No Scoobies from Buffy. No Scooby Doo. I was. Wow. <laughs> Give it time. Yeah. Give it time. Yeah. It's on its way. Those crazy kids. I mean, I'd get—I'd be the only one at the store that would get the Buffy reference, but I'd really appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. That's in your wheelhouse. <laughs> so, so the the crate tonight. The say the name of the puzzle that's in there again. The, the train job. The train, train job, and kind of give us a little bit of description of what the train job is. Uh, what it, it is simply, you are going in there and you have 15 minutes to rob a train and get out. But it's not just any train. It's actually designed for Abraham Lincoln's personal train car, the Pullman Palace car, that he never actually used. He thought it was too fancy for a boy from the backwoods. Right. Nice. But it was made for him. And the puzzle itself, you're not just stealing any prize. You're stealing the plates to print the first federal dollar bill. Uh, the currency was issued after the Civil War because of all the counterfeits from the different states right. and for all the debts that the war incurred. So you're printing, you're not just stealing money, you're stealing a way to print your own money. So, but Abraham Lincoln also created the Secret Service to guard the new currency from counterfeit. So you've only got 15 minutes to get out of there before getting caught. <laughs> and like like the documentation in our alien room is like kind of based on like actual like the right. yeah. like project blue book and all that. Mm -hmm. If you take that grain of truth and you plug that into a room and you build from that, you can get kind of fantastical with things because you are grounded everything in reality and people can like relate. Yeah. Well, that's the. I mean, you guys have obviously done your research. I mean, you guys are at, have actually recreated a moment. It's not yeah. just something that you pulled out of thin air. There's actual fact behind a lot yeah. of this stuff. Um, the second group we ever tested this with, one of them was a. I think she's a history major. She's trying to become a history teacher. I, I mentioned the Lincoln car, and she's like, which car? Like, it's a Pullman Palace. She quizzed me on the authenticity of this thing. And, like, we hadn't even finished everything. Like, I mean, we hadn't finished decorating. We just got the puzzle to a testable state. And already I'm getting grilled on the authenticity of this thing. And then did you pass her test? Did yes. you pass her quizzing? Nice. So that's so, how authentic you guys are. So far. I mean, she's, they've tested for us once before, and I'm sure they'll be back again for more rooms, and there'll be more tests beforehand. 
Well, we so where, where's, uh, what's the next stop for the crate? You guys know yet? Um, well, we're going to bring it back to H&A, definitely. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. We're also going to take it to Herd on Herd. Oh, perfect. Um, up in well, Edmonds? We, yes. Yep. What we want to do, though, is uh, we just opened up our Omaha store. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I just working got back out from, all yeah. the bugs of opening a business. Um, but we're going to take it up there at some point to promote that store. Nice. Yeah, totally. uh, our ideal for it, fingers crossed, uh, our Omaha store on, I believe it's the 17th of July, is having a big concert. The goal is to get it there to help them. Perfect. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bridget, who's just joined our company, who talked to you guys right. last time, yep. is, you know, we're puzzle guys. We don't know business. She's trying to explain viral marketing and what all that is. <laughs> She's been doing a great job. Yeah, I'm like, has. yes. Viral, I understand that. I yeah. have a background in that. <laughs> marketing, no, not, no, not, not so much. I don't know, we both have biology degrees, so she's like, viral marketing. I'm like, ah, oh, yes, transmissible, I guess. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but it's going to be a concert with, uh, we're just pulling local bands. To, yeah. You know, they get free publicity, we get free sure. music. It's going to be big enough that we're going to get food trucks to come there, so we're not, you know, Paying for food for this thing. Get a lot of local vendors, a lot of local bands, get a lot of local, you know, try to get local artists and stuff there. So, you know, it's good. You gotta help your other local people, your local thing there. So if you do that, then they'll direct business your way and you you can do the same thing. It works tonight here at HA, so you guys got a good model? Yeah. Uh, it's working so far. It's working so yeah. far. Uh, we've been here just a year in June. Oh, wow, crazy. it's only been yeah. a year. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got three stores and a portable room. And a portable room. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, That's... since Bridget got hired on, we hired her on three months ago, and we had ten people, and we've doubled in size since then. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm, I just recently went from assistant manager here in OKC. I'm now the director of operations. And a mem- or new operations and a new member, or I'm also on the design team. So, you know, wow. sanity wow. and you know free time. Like who needs that? Who needs free time? Let's get yeah. to work. Yeah. No free time. And we've been putting in 12-hour days over the past few weeks, getting this thing ready, and to finally see it actually working. Yeah, it's a good feeling. And Fantastic. especially since I actually designed this one. This one was my creation from the start. Sure, baby. And having like some of those puzzles stuck in my head and not knowing how to explain that. And now that's a thing that a week ago didn't exist, and now it's an entire thing, and it works, and it's like this—it's such relief. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, both of us have gotten actually a completely design. He has the train job. I'm the one that designed Alien Room. So we're just like the investment. It's like it's like your baby. It's like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's awful. Like Alien Room launched, and I had to go off to Omaha. And I'm like, no, how is it? Put it on the yeah. phone. The alien, room, the alien room was great. Let me log yeah. into the camera of my phone so I can watch what's going yes. on in there. Oh, and that's the last thing we have to add to this one is a security camera in there. Because it is so stressful to uh, put people in there yeah. and not be able to and see. And not be able to see. Yeah, yeah. Or the idea of having the, the, the two-way, two-way glass yeah. on, the yes. side of the, on the side of the crate. Now, at the moment, um, it's sealed completely. But yeah. there is a tiny... Uh, Peephole latch. Oh, what is it? Right. I like in the, the door. I call the, it the little, peekaboo door. The peek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. But just the, the perspective too of the people that are attending, like H and eight can watch what somebody is doing yeah. inside. Yeah. Which I mean, it's so far off the ground that no one's going to be spying on them. Right. Yeah. You don't want everybody to see what's going on because yeah. then you get clues. Oh, uh, that's you true. Yeah. It's about experiment. You just got to find the right angle. You yeah. Obfuscate yeah. everything. 
and we have people all the time like, I don't want to go in there, but I'd love to watch that. It just sounds like the best kind of reality TV. They're yes. locked in a room. What are they going to do? Totally. Like, uh, I well, mean, watching the security cameras up front with us has always been, you know, I'm sure that's, that's a highlight. You know what? Uh, Why it's can't more you... stressful than anything because people think we're up there just laughing at them right. when they're not doing good. We're usually so busy. The only time we actually sit down, we check in on the cameras is when we know we've got teenagers in a room. Yeah. It's a very masochistic <laughs> act, yeah. usually. It's like, well, so that could be another aspect of your business. You could charge to let people come in and just watch what's going yeah. on on the security cameras. Now, we've actually had people come through and like, oh, I gotta bring my family back. And then they go in there with their family and then they're just chilling the whole time <laughs> they're just, and laughing. They're just hanging out talking. And being completely unhelpful the entire time. You know, oh, you're getting warmer. Oh, you're getting colder. Oh, I forgot. Oh, that might be a clue. You're not being helpful. Or, oh, we found that, you know, 10 minutes ago. You guys are way behind. We also have team building. Uh, we've occasionally had team building where uh, the higher-ups have gone through before and actually watch kind of their groups they're sending in through team building watch on our cameras and kind of you can take note of behavior. You can get actually, like, you get meaningful feedback that out of these rooms feedback, over yeah. like a yeah. ropes course or something. Yeah, that's yeah. fantastic. Because yeah, no one wants to do the trust exercises or the rope courses or even worse, sit in front of a... PowerPoint slide. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, someone just drones buzzwords at you. Buzzword four, buzzword Here three. You <laughs> have to work together. Right. You're actually solving puzzles. You're having fun. Yeah. And you are learning things about each other. So. That's fantastic. And you guys have done something great for our listeners. Uh, Bridget hooked us up for us. You have a we have a coupon code. Ooh, that's right. We do. This is this is only on the Wafty Show. You'll only find it here. It is listen to Wafty. It's the number two. So L I S T E N number two Wafty, and that gives you ten percent off. Uh, that'll be good through December of this year. Awesome. So yeah, if if you're out there, you're listening to this, and you have not done the escape, there's your coupon code. Go online, book right now, and get listen to your coupon code. It'll get you ten percent off. So thank piece. you guys for joining us. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for letting us do the the escape crate. Yeah. Fantastic. And before we go, i got to do a quick plug. Our friends at Territory OKC, Veronica Paschal and Trey McNeil, they've just released their newest issue. This is issue number three. Um, and if you guys haven't picked up a copy of Territory OKC, it is a great magazine. It's, uh, it it's covers a free all the magazine. Dist- it's a free magazine. It covers all the districts, much in the, much in the same way we do. Uh, oh, there's Amy Young right there's there. Amy Young from, uh, 612. from 612. I mean, uh, they've been on our show. We've done an episode about them. Um, they release quarterly. So make it out to Elemental or some of your favorite shops in Oklahoma City. Pick up a copy of Territory OKC. Right on. Well, thanks again, guys. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys Good so much. Yeah. Hope to see you guys again Happy in our next room. Absolutely. Well. Cool. All right. We're going to wrap up this amazing evening. We have a few last-minute guests that joined we us. Do. Some beautiful ladies. Rachel Apple. Cheers. Cheers. From Elemental. So if you come into Elemental, Rachel's usually behind the counter, so say hi to Rachel. We've got... My sister Julie is here. Say hi, Julie. Hey. And Welcome my to the show, little sis. Hey, Kennedy. They were here... Uh, they were here perusing the grounds of h and What did you guys do? Yes, you did. See, oh, yeah. El Reno Burger's the jam. I also had El Reno Burger. Oh, my gosh. And so a s'more. And a s'more. from Katie Bugs? Was it Katie Bugs? No. Who had the s'mores? Snow s'mores? Is that, yeah, are they snow here? Snow oh, okay. Yeah, they were in Blue Garden. 
Yeah, and then Kennedy expanded the horizon. Son, she had to go uh, get a cocktail at Obar, one I'll of our favorites. Really good. What you? What cocktail did you get? I got a mojito. And I What'd got you get? A mojito. Oh yeah. And I got a a bramble. Yeah. A bramble. A bramble. Yeah, absolutely. And what are you drinking there, Rachel? Uh, currently, Jameson on ice. Uh, what? Nice. Jameson on ice. <laughs> you said, oh, no, you said the magic words. Um, I could so use one of those. Don't tell, but H and the elemental. When we're technically closed but open for H and eight, usually we have booze in the back for the edge of age baristas. Do you do you uh, realize that we've recently crossed a thousand subscribers a week and so you just told a thousand people? Yep. That of age people are drinking? Well you just said don't tell. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody knows. Hi, the, the secret's out. Yeah. <laughs> the secret's out. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna wrap H and eight. We're gonna be out at OKC Fest tomorrow. You guys going to yeah. OKC Fest at all? Sure. Yeah, why yeah, not? Come on out. Hank Williams Jr. Jr. is gonna be out there. Claire Dunn, Rascal Flats, Rascal Flats. I remember you guys. H and eight is the last Friday of every month. Yep. The, the final Friday. Will be back. Rachel will be back here. Eighth at Elemental. These girls' favorite food trucks will be here. Julian Kennedy will be back down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come on out. So this is the point of the show where we get to thank Joshua Path for the use of our theme song, Cement Truck, off the album Between Heaven and Jonestown. That can be found on iTunes, CD Baby, and anywhere the internet can be found. That album was recorded by Kurt PR. Kurt's awesome. We are The Wafty Show. We come out with a new episode every week, and you can find us at www.waftyshow.com. That's W-A-F-T-I show.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Wafty Show, Facebook.com slash Wafty Show, SoundCloud.com slash Wafty Show. And remember, you guys, as you go out onto the town and enjoy your favorite bars and restaurants, come out to h and Eighth. Anywhere you go where there's people working hard for you, make sure you take care of those who take care of you. Tip your waiters, your waitresses, your servers and bartenders. They're out there working hard for you, so show them some love. Be nice. Be nice. And don't forget, if you're going to go visit The Escape, you can use your exclusive Wafty right. coupon code. Listen to Wafty. L-I-S-T-E-N number two Wafty. Just go to theescapeokc.com and register for your room there. 10% off. Right so on. we'll see you guys next Thanks, week. Thanks, ladies. Woo! Bye. Look at the whiskey, baby. I'll get the wine now, baby. When I'm stuck, yes.